Hi, welcome to the third space. He's Kevin Weir. And he's Jeremy Verkley. And it's time to start the podcast. And we're definitely not imposters. Jeremy. Hey, Kevin. How's it been going? It's been going all right. Yeah. 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 We just take us a little moment to catch up with each other. Yeah. I mean, there's no one here but us. Basically, the only time we talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Look, when you talk to someone once a week for an hour straight, yeah, you, you reach your quota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we use up, we use up all our conversation time. I mean, that's why anymore. it's only ever like an hour long, is because once we reach our quota, you hear a ding, and that just does not translate to the audio format. <laughs> Yes, we hear a cosmic ding. Yeah, the cosmic ding of quota reached. <laughs> you cannot be friends anymore. Ding, talk is done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was a nice early 2000s reference. There we go. Pulling it out. Or, yeah, early 2000s. Sure. Sure, why not? I don't know. <laughs> it's long enough ago, it's just a past reference now. <laughs> to the past, the to, mysterious and dark past. Yeah, to the dark and shitty past, as we often say. To the dark and shitty past. Uh, how are you, Kevin? I'm fine. I'm uh I am fairly tired. Yeah. I think you're also pretty tired. Yeah, I'm a little tired. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> we we're going to have a going to have a tired podcast today. You know, I I have a story about me being tired actually. Ooh. Recent story. You tell that while I take a nap. Okay. Okay, then we'll trade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then Sounds I'll like a good plan. <laughs> um so uh I don't drink a lot of caffeine. I don't drink coffee. I don't really have sodas. Yeah. Or anything like that. <clears throat> um but every once in a while, I have something to do, and I know I'm going to be way too tired to do it. Yeah. Uh, in this particular case, I had a friend coming from out of town. He wanted to play board games with me all day. Yeah. Um, and these are not – this is not like Clue or like Sorry. These are five-hour-long games that require a large amount of mental acuity. Yeah. Like you know, like uh, like an Arkham Horror or yeah, a Dark yeah. Souls board game. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Um, so – I was running off of four and a half hours of sleep. Nice. So what did I do, Kevin? I made an entire pot of black tea and drank it all <laughs> uh, over the course of probably three hours. Ooh. And Going hardcore with that tea. Yeah. Yeah. When you do not have a lot of caffeine and you drink that much, let me tell you, your brain is going faster than normal. I'm, I'm the opposite. Caffeine is my baseline. <laughs> And I try, and I stop for a while, and then I'm like, "I'm this is what dying is. <laughs> is this how everybody else lives? No, we actually live at the same baseline as you. I'm actually, I'm actually We've just kinda, developed a tolerance. I'm actually kind of worried that I died back in 2005, and at this point, I'm just running off of caffeine fumes. <laughs> and if I ever stop, I will pass away. You probably won't, Kevin. <laughs> but you would feel really bad. Did you? The reason why um, uh, caffeine is the way it is and why you have a baseline now yeah. is because your brain gets used to the caffeine input. Yeah. So uh, you literally are less than human if you do not drink caffeine, Kevin. <laughs> Sounds like a drug. Yeah, it is a drug. I mean, I mean it is because I know that, that when I actually need to like – uh, you yeah. know, have that burst of energy. Yeah, I have to go for the harder stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that five hour energy. Yeah. Ugh. 
I'm I'm actually very happy it tastes bad. Yeah. If it tasted like any better, it, it then like it would be a thing. Yeah. But because it's like, oh god, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. But I also learned that I tear through it in about three hours. Yep. Because I wanted a four hour drive to. Uh, You've got the tolerance. Yeah. Well, I went to the four-hour drive, too, and I was sitting there, and I was super tired. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stopped at Cornerstone. This is the first time I ever had a five-hour energy. I'm like, this will keep me going. It's a four-hour drive. All right, good. Yeah. I uh, drank it down, and then um, uh, then it reached, you know, I was almost at the city. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, it's leaving. And I do what I always do when I'm afraid I'm going to fall asleep at the wheel. I just start screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Except, for, ah! <laughs> except for I was so tired, so I was going like, <laughs> it was just a siren going down the road <coughs> yeah i had um a similar situation uh we had multiple drivers but they all had sunstroke or food poisoning <laughs> oh god yeah so i was driving it was a 16 hour drive in one day oh geez yeah yeah it wasn't great um we got to the uh canadian american border yeah and um i was like oh man like i've still got six or seven hours how am i gonna get through this so while we were waiting in line i sent one of the passengers i was like just get me something sugary that i can snack on for seven hours <laughs> and he came get me the toughest taffy you could find <laughs> he came back with a two kilogram tin of jelly bellies kevin <laughs> and i ate three quarters of that thing <laughs> but i got us home Got us home. I got us home and then brushed my teeth for like 20 minutes. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they were just gelatin at, by that point. Yeah. Yeah, stuck on gelatin. <laughs> Good. Speaking of bad segues. Um... <laughs> this is the hard hundred in the first episode. You are now in the second season. <laughs> season two. Season two. Wow, our seasons are long. Kevin. Do we make that joke in our, at the beginning of our after like in our fifty third episode? I don't know. I don't know. Go back and check. I know. I black out for these things mostly. <laughs> I mean, once it's like three episodes past, I forget everything. <laughs> you know, we did an episode about Final Fantasy. What? What? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Um, now we're in our second season now. Yeah. With, with new features and. Like us. Like us. <laughs> we're new. <laughs> we're new. Every day is a new me. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm growing new cells. Old ones are sloughing off. That's right. Nah, I don't want to describe cells as sloughing off. No, that they are, though. They are. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm more pleased by thinking of them as sprinkling off. Oh yeah, okay. I'm just I'm just leaving bits of me all over the place. Great, mm. tasty. Uh, <laughs> Humans are truly disgusting. Oh yeah. I mean anything alive, really. <laughs> it's true. Life is disgusting. Yeah, life is disgusting. The but sooner I, you accept it, the more sex you'll have. And at least, <laughs> and at least we're all disgusting together. That's true. That's, That's what, what matters. It's the one thing that connects us all. <laughs> Not hope, not compassion, that we're all gross. (laughs) Hey, you're some sort of like weird flesh monster. You're some sort of weird flesh monster. We found each other. (gasps) You want to go have sex in that stairwell? Let's do it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing to do for five minutes. Uh, Five five minutes? minutes? Man. We both have the same reaction. Five minutes? Yeah. Uh, But no, let's... uh, We have a topic. Let's do our second season topic. That's right. For our premiere of season two, mm-hmm. our topic is, what if everyone had a narrator? Yeah. 
Now, there's a couple stipulations because we kind of had to narrow it down. There's a lot of different types of narrator. Yeah. Um, and we've landed on you're narrated by somebody else in the world. Yes. So, at birth, yeah. a random person is assigned Who's... to narrate your life. Now, they're not aware of it. Yeah. It's just, just their voice is used. It's their voice and their personality. Yeah. So, yes, it is possible for you to be born and be assigned Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> as your narrator. Good. 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 I hope you're happy. <laughs> Actually, I hope you're miserable. Uh, I mean... There's one or two ways this can go. Yeah, I've done something in a bad life to get that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's what we're going to do. Everybody has that narrator voice. Yeah. It's somebody else in the world. It's assigned at birth, so that means this person already has to be alive. Yeah. And it's their adult voice, not the voice <laughs> that they have at the time. Okay. So it could even be them. Like, it's they don't have that voice right now. Yeah. Oh, you can meet someone and be like, ah, oh, man, we're best friends. Yeah. And then you grow up and you get older, older and then like you hit and about 20. You and realize like, that it's you. You're my narrator. <laughs> you're so snarky. Stop. Yeah, I mean, we're friends, right? Stop. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so when we talk about like narrator. Yeah. There's a few different kinds of, like, narrators. Yes. And will it uh, all depend on the, uh, will it all depend on, like, the, all depend on the personality? Like, the difference between if you get a Arrested Development style, he didn't. Or, uh, like, David Attenborough being like, he walked down the street. Yeah, but it's dependent on the person that you're matched up with. That's what I mean. Like, so, yeah, it's, it, that's what that's what determines it. So, if, you, if you're born and you get David Attenborough, then yeah. you just can just expect, like, dry British yeah, observation abso- absolutely. on what you're doing. Yeah. He went to the corner store to find himself some sustenance. And though he thought, perhaps I'll get myself some water, he knew he would not. And instead, he got himself... A, kilo, a kilogram of Jelly Bellies. <laughs> I mean, it might be something like, if it was David Attenborough, it could be that, but it could also be, the subject entered the Shell gas station looking for sustenance. As he moved through the various shelves looking for the particular brand that he loved, a robber came in. And such, another, another struggle of life and death began. <laughs> what? Damn it. Ah, ah. <laughs> At least it's a pre-warning. Yeah. I mean, what, what you really want is you want a foreshadowing narrator. Yeah. You want one who will be, who will be like, um, kind of like a, uh, uh, who's that guy? Uh, uh, the, the one like, like the horror guy, the, the, like, he did the narration of like house on the, on a haunted hill. Yeah, yeah. What's his name though? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm bad with names. I'm, but I, but like, I, 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 I usually do know his name. Like he, he's the guy who the um. Well, uh, where is usual Kevin then? Because this Kevin's not giving a shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man. Oh God, tired, super infuriate. This is gonna infuriate me for so. Well, long. it's okay. You can shout it out later in the podcast. Probably oh. in the last ten minutes, Kevin. Cool. Uh, anyway, you'll <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like um. <laughs> Uh, uh, he was walking through the park, but he never expected what would come next. Like, well, I do coming, now. Now I do. Now I do. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> Expecting an ambush, he moved forward. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, that's what you want. You want someone who will like tell you. Well, I mean, they'll never tell you what's going to happen. No. Or what, but it, it is a different what, type of narration, right? Wait, Jeremy. What if you get like um, one of those, like a river runs through it narrations, or um, one of the narrations that are like someone looking back on their life, and they're like, "That was the first of two times I was knocked out." I mean, yes, yeah. <laughs> you, you could you could have somebody who their narration choice yeah. is like past tense first person, right? <laughs> Like, you could also have somebody who spoke about you in the third person all the time. And, and always, and always like, um, underlaid by this, like, tinkling piano music. Yeah, I mean, well, no piano. It's just the voice. Um, I think depending on how you do it. Mm, I don't know. We've determined it's just the voice. All right, fine. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know, if you're really into it, you could, I guess, put in some headphones with tinkling piano music. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to listen to a peeing piano, but... Oh, come on. <laughs> Why did you have to sully that moment? Uh, because it was a good joke, Kevin. It was a joke. It was a good joke. It's a good goof. I'll give you five out of ten for that joke. Oh, come on. That's at least a six. All right. 5.5. <laughs> <laughs> on our rating scale. Uh, our rating scale of good goofs. Good goofs. Uh, so, Kevin. Yeah. One thing that jumps out to me that immediately is different in this world right. is you have a very different uh, influence on language at a young age. Yeah. Because even as a baby, this person is narrating you. You might not understand it. Yeah. But they're narrating you. Yeah. So you you would have families where it's like, all right, the two parents have like, I don't know, let's say um, Canadian accents. Canadian accents. Uh, but the baby's coming up, and that baby has, like, hardcore German. Yeah. Like, like solid, just like... And the other thing is that I think we have to stipulate this. I guess we can decide this. Yeah. Is the narration in the language of the narrator or the narratee? Oh, God. I mean... <sighs> I mean, technically... So let's think of it this way. Yeah. In movies, because we're basing this on movies, things like that, the yeah. narration is in the language of the audience. Yeah. It's one of the easiest things to change in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, who's the audience for this? Well, just that person. Then it would be in their language. Okay. So we don't have a situation. Because, Jesus, the opposite would be is that you're walking down the street and somebody's coming in and yelling at you in Mandarin. And yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. You're, like, you're getting very... I mean, then you'd have to live your life trying to learn Mandarin. Yeah. You'd be like, all right, well, I'm learning Mandarin now so I understand what this guy's saying. I mean, yeah. Well, the thing is, is you might learn it on your own. I mean, you, but you have to have context. I, that's true. You don't have any context. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, like gibberish in your brain until you figure out what language it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you would go insane first. Mm, mm. Because, because, like, I mean... Yeah, no, you'd go insane, yeah. not immediately, but as you went further and further along and you learned, like, your home language. Mm -hmm. But then there's other languages you don't know. It's like, like the first time you hear another language. Okay, here's my question, though. Oh. Here's my question. Yeah? Let's say I have a narrator. Yeah. And that narrator is, I don't know, what's a famous German actor? Um, uh, well, I mean, he's not an actor, but the, uh, the narrator, uh, Werner Herzog. 
Yeah, so Warner Herzog. Not is, an actor, though. I just want to be careful. Whatever. Everyone is, out there. Is, but, but, but I have I have a Bachelor of Film Studies. I have to say, be correct on these things. Okay. But too far, he also does do some acting. Okay. So <laughs> he's my narrator. Yeah. He's speaking English yeah. in a pretty heavy German accent. Yeah. Right? If I learn German, yeah. does the narration become German? Um, I... In this specific instance, like, I don't think if I have, like, a French I think, narrator I think if, and I learn German that they would start speaking in German. I think it's, hmm. No, I think it's entirely relying on you. Okay. It's it's you, um, it's whatever you're most comfortable with. If, like, you... So maybe if I moved to Germany in this example yeah, and, you, and lived there for several years... And you start conversing entirely in German... Then it would switch. Then your voice... Yeah, your voice would switch to German. It's, it's like um, sometimes, you know, people's primary languages effectively switch. Yeah. With like, I mean, I grew up English, but I lived in Germany for 20 years. I don't really speak English anymore, but... And I sound a little bit more like this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I like the idea that... So, yeah, no, you can't... You don't get... You can, you can always under it always speaks your primary language. Yeah. However, it it does have its own accent. So if you have like someone with like a hard Scottish like oh man oh man and drop it in on Scottish slang. Yeah. You're just like what is going on? They're like just and you're like what is happening? What do you mean? I also like the idea of. Having a narrator that is more foul mouthed, <laughs> right? And like your your parents just like going along doing something, and then something bad happens, and you're like wanker, and they're like, "Where did you learn that word?" Oh, cock balls! Yeah, like you're six. You're you what? Who's your narrator? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Some like angry Scottish guy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like. I know, I got some guy who I think might be Australian. He shouts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he taught me the C word. Canada? <laughs> yeah. Can. Yeah. Cunnilingus. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All the C words. <laughs> um, okay, so I think what that means is that I think people as a whole would learn to speak earlier. Yeah. Um, just, just because that's always around them. You're not really going through a quiet period. Yeah. You're, like, you're, you're, you're constantly getting inundated with language. Yeah. And, and, and it, yeah. the thing is like it being a narration means that it very much like in some ways, because it's narrowing your life, it's always just teaching you. Yeah. Cause, yeah. It, cause you, you, Oh you, man, Kevin. Cause like, if you point something, it might be like, like uh, he pointed at the tree, and you're like, "Oh, that's tree. a tree." Gotcha. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like when I talk with a child with a full adult voice. Yeah. I got it. That's a tree. Here's hey, hey, mom, check out this tree I found. I now know what trees are. Here's what I think is get me my bottle is an unintended <laughs> consequence of this rule. What? Um, who? Uh, whenever language is developed, yeah, in in like pre-human history, yeah, right. Whatever language is developed. The narration is going to be of that language. Does yeah. that mean everybody has the same language? Yeah, you know, yeah, it would. Not not only that, people would have very similar accents. Yeah, I mean, well, you'd have different dialects for yeah. sure, right? Um, but 
But because, yeah, because you, I think there's only one language in this world. Well, yeah, because it's everywhere in the world. I mean, because, yeah, it's everywhere in the world. Like, it's point of like, origin. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, maybe you have a maybe a couple different languages. Because I'm sure people would start coming up with their own secret languages. <laughs> and then right? that will get translated to someone. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it probably gets that way. But I think there's a lot less different languages. Yeah, no, it would it'd be a lot more... Um... Uh, homogenous in that way of like the way the languages yeah if it's existed for yeah. all the time humans have existed then it has to be yeah so that that'd be that's sort of an interesting things that you just have i mean and who knows what this like language would be like yeah yeah who knows it well it might still be like a neanderthal type language <laughs> well right? like, i feel like i guess it would evolve over time no, here's a weird thing the, yeah that's the thing is like, like the language might be the same but it's grammar and syntax will keep evolving yeah because you get the voices of the people when they're adults yeah so presumably you get fully spoken oh man so does that mean kevin yeah that you could have if you were born yeah right Let's say I'm your narrator. Yeah. Because you're slightly younger than me. All right. Right? So I'm your narrator. Yeah. That means as a child, you're getting adult Jeremy. Yeah. Which means that future slang could enter your head. Yeah. That's the question I have to ask. So is it that you're getting the, you're just hearing their adult voice? Is that Sadie is just their voice? Or are you getting like adult them? I think you're getting adult them. Okay. So you get their slang. It's like Ron Howard from uh, Resident Development. Yeah. <laughs> you get adult Ron Howard. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's the idea that, like, it, really that's Ron Howard doing his stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no. It, it, so I language would, get, would definitely evolve. Yeah. You Especially since slag. you get you get uh, phenomena, culture phenomena. Yeah. Like, um, uh, like uh, the explosion of black culture in the 70s in the United States. Yeah. Um, I guess I shouldn't say explosion of black culture. I should, should say the mainstreaming of black culture in yeah. the 70s in the United States. Um, which is a completely almost different language. Yeah. Uh, when uh, you think of all the slang that was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or when uh, or with now with the internet age, like um, the 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 change in the way our language works in just like the last five years. Yeah. And it's and it propagates a lot quicker. Like that's why we get things like I mean the uh, the the chat speak thing like lol and um uh the the only like BRB. Uh, BRB. Yeah. The only acronym of those that I really w- wish would hit like um, pronouncing yeah. phonetically that doesn't yeah. is um, L- uh, la- uh, laughing my ass off, LMAO, because uh, yeah. it's Lamau. And for some reason, I love the idea of someone just being entertaining going, Lamau. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like oh, it. Oh, Ruffle Mau. Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Ruffle Mau. <laughs> Ruffle Mau. But you're not. You're not doing any of those things. Ruffle Mao! <laughs> Can you not imagine 200 years in the future, like, somehow Ruffle Mao and Lamau become, like, like it's, it's a new joke series. Like, ah, oh, this guy's a big Lamau. Yeah. Yeah. The big Lamowski. The big Lamowski. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one of the, um, uh, yeah, this is a weird thing to talk about language in the future. One of the things that I, one of the, like, I guess, words, term, slang that has come out recently that I actually really enjoy is lit. I don't use it too much in my own life because my yeah. life is not very lit. Uh, <laughs> but is it woke? But I, uh, <laughs> I hope, I, I hope so. Um, <laughs> no, but with uh, with lit for some reason, I like that one. I to the point that I put it in uh, my book of like lit is still a language around because I'm like I can see the growth of that word. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just being like something's lit. 
It's hot. It's yeah. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what really interests me about this world is that you suddenly have another sort of nurturing influence in the growth of childhood. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they're nurturing. Well, I mean, they, it's all, they, they give a completely different perspective, right? Yeah. Like, if you have... If you have me, for instance, as your narrator, yeah. you're going to probably develop an appreciation of puns. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, God damn. I would just have this punster in my head. Yeah. So you probably have a better sense of humor. You probably see the humor of things if you have somebody who's humorous. <laughs> right? So if well, I had someone who's not you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> puns. Um, you know, but on the other hand... You might also get a criminal warlord, right? <laughs> like, so then all of a sudden you have this, like, very maybe arrogant or dark narration well, the, of your life. The, the crazy thing is, as well is that, like, the narration you're getting is not – like, they're not talking to you. Yeah. They're not like, hey, hey, punch that boy in the face. No, it's – they're describing what's happening. Yeah. But you would get part of their perspective from that. Yeah. Right? I mean, like the – we- The weak child approached our hero. Yeah. <laughs> wanting a moment of his time will our hero give it to him let's find out <laughs> <laughs> next episode on dragon ball z <laughs> what, what? <laughs> i mean yeah the thing the other thing i have a question of kevin is it <laughs> like it's obviously the personality is influencing the narration right yeah, sorry, but I'm I keep just imagining a guy getting his head in there doing dragon yeah. ball with a gritty voice man from dragon ball z sorry, yeah i mean the thing that I think is interesting is it's my personality and it's my voice. Yeah. But if I was narrating somebody, yeah. that was my sole job, I would clearly do it in the noir style. Yeah. Well, right? So is that what happens or is it just me without adopting a style? No. I, well, here's the, it's based on your personality. Yeah. And if your like idea is like if you if you this is where the, this is where the mesh comes in cuz this is has nothing to do with them as a person. This yeah. is you, you as a person, yeah. you as a human being. You um, you like that noir style. That yeah. is like, like if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, narrate this person's life," you would probably adopt a noir style. I would definitely, then, yes, hundred percent. <laughs> oh, okay, this that's got, how this it got works. So much better because now we're introducing genre. You well, yeah. I mean, it's what I mean. Like the Dragon Ball guy. Like if yeah. there was, if there was someone who like, like we have to picture this this way. I have to picture this somebody tomorrow that's... on <laughs> Kevin's life. We we have, we have to picture that. <laughs> would you have that before you go to bed? Yeah. <laughs> And it, that would be the way he'd say you fall asleep, Kevin. Okay, I was going to say something else. But let's go into this for a second. That means that before you go to bed, you get a snapshot of your next day. No. Yes, tomorrow on Kevin's life. Oh, only if there's a preview. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, but those always have um, voiceovers where they're like, like um, a new woman enters his life. Or, uh, <laughs> or there's a new kid in class, friend or foe. <laughs> Um, um, I I don't find know. out tomorrow. <laughs> a mysterious car arrives. I guess it. De- what? <laughs> I guess it depends on. I guess the the genre and who's narrating you. That's what I mean. <laughs> because if it was me and it was in the noir style, right? Like it would be very immediate all the time. It would also be very first. It would also be first person, but not yeah. your voice. Yeah, it would be like, I woke up in the morning too early. My alarm blared beside me. <laughs> The morning mist had condensed into dew. It was time to get up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they got into the shower. The water never could wash away my sins. What? I'm, 
I'm five. <laughs> I'm five years old. <laughs> Do you worry that every morning our son wakes up and says, I'm five years old? <laughs> I worry about a lot of things, honey. <laughs> I went out to get my breakfast. The dame had prepared it. Eggs and hash browns. Typical. I would have preferred Eggo waffles. <laughs> I never get Eggo waffles. Still narrating it for a child. Yeah. Which means you, which means it's the child's thoughts yeah. said in the noir style. Yeah. I met, I met Timmy at the bus stop. <laughs> Timmy always had a good lunchbox. I wish I could trade lunchboxes with him. But that's not the way my, my life works. I don't get what I want. Nobody ever gets what they want. <laughs> How you feeling today? Not great. Get <laughs> <laughs> me on to the Timmy. Not great. <laughs> oh, sorry, I did the wrong voice. Go me honest with you, Timmy. Not great. <laughs> Do you want to play with me at recess? I knew he was going to say no. <laughs> he had a crush on Julie. <laughs> but Julie had a crush on the powder. Pixie sticks. That's right. <laughs> it was a concoction headed straight for drama. <laughs> uh, love. Oh. You love Noir Kid? I love the Noir Kid. <laughs> this five-year-old kid having his life narrated by Noir Kid. <laughs> Waited for my mommy to pick me up from school. She was never on time. She didn't drink. She just, there was traffic. I looked up at the sky. The sun was blinding, as always. I wished for some cloud cover. <laughs> <laughs> it was my job to take care of the gerbil in class. I hate that gerbil. Who names a gerbil Tiddlywinks? It's a dumb name. <laughs> I would have named him Sparkle Pants. He's got the specks all over the bottom of his body. Of course, right. you name him Sparkle Pants. <laughs> I was in the principal's office again. He called me every single week for getting into trouble. I like to tell him I didn't find trouble. Trouble found me. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you to say that? The voice in my head. Oh, all right. Narrator. I'm narrated by Martha Stewart. Now you take this child and you just get, make you sure just he stick him in an oven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think after that we need to go to commercial, Kevin. <laughs> Because you're going to be laughing for a while. Yeah, let's go to commercial. <laughs> this week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Foul Play. Yeah, you're a gladiator and you're like in a fighting ring. You pick up some dust, you throw it in their eyes. That's Foul Play. You're in a boxing ring and you're... You know, you're bouncing back and forth. You give them quick, like, you know, tapping the gut. But instead, you go a little bit lower. You get in the nuts. That's foul play. Uh, you are playing basketball and you el- el- Jeremy, why do you why do you have a duck? Well, I'm, I'm playing with it, Kevin. It's foul play. <sighs> this week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Playing With Birds. The podcast resumed. <laughs> we were ready to tell more jokes. Hopefully good ones. No, they're not going to be good. Oh, no. Well, that was the first half. The, the second half is completely serious. <laughs> uh, okay, I think sort of a, a, 
a consequence yeah. of having this narrator is that there's a new branch of like maybe philosophy. Well, philosophy, psychology, and psychology. Yeah. Um, like you, you now have to be aware that everybody has one voice in their head. Yeah. Uh, everybody has like this other thing that's impacting them and no one can hear but you, mm-hmm. which means that like you have, you, you have to sort of be open about it with someone. Yeah. You have to be willing to talk about the voice in your head. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be like, oh, well, well, what, what is, what is it? I mean, whoever knows what it does, but it's like, it's how it says it that really matters. Yeah. I mean, I think in schools, probably in your like English class yeah, or whatever class, your language class. Um, Vincent Price. Oh man, that'd be an awesome narrator. No, yeah, no, that's who I was talking about. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> that's who I was trying to get in the first half of gotcha. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was Vincent Price. Vincent Price. <laughs> if you don't know who Vincent Price is, look up Vincent Price. Yeah, he's who I was describing that yeah. first bit that couldn't yeah. get. Sorry, sorry, sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> that's okay. I think you would have like write down how you're narrator sounds yeah like how they speak and there'd also be like classes on what's your perspective and what's the narrator's perspective yeah you have to you have to realize it's like um the uh that just because like the narrator says it that way doesn't mean you have to feel it that way yeah just because your narrator is gloomy and always wants smoke and cloud cover doesn't mean that you can't like the sunlight. <laughs> no, screw you, voice in my head. I like the sun. He cursed out to the heavens, knowing they would not hear him. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> but he knew it would not shut up. <laughs> it's you! You're the one who should shut up. <laughs> should we help that kid? No, nah, he just screamed at the voices in his head. Yeah. We all, we've all done it. We've all been through that phase. One day, sweet silence would grace his ears. The day he died. Can you imagine, Damn it! <laughs> can you imagine meeting that guy who's doing your voice and just being like, "You"? Well, <laughs> I, that's the thing. I think another thing in this world, Kevin, is that depending on your narrator, like I bet there's a bunch of people who try and find their narrators. Oh, you like you could have a service that sort of everyone records their voice, or no, you do the thing that I said, like how I think that is works. Is that yeah. someone comes down and says, "Hey, do a narration," yeah, and then they do a narration. Yeah. So it's sort of so like like you could have a service. Someone does a narration, and you could listen to all of them. It would take forever, though. You could probably narrow it down. And be like, okay, man. I mean, if it was a database, yeah, you could be like male or female, right? And then you could do dialect or area of the world. Yeah, yeah. You could sort of like try to narrow it down from there. It's a little bit different because everyone speaks the same language. Yeah. Well, I mean, but if you recorded, part. you would be able to register where you were from, right? Yeah. The other thing is that what I think is really interesting, and we've kind of focused on basically me narrating a child. Yeah. Um, but you could also have somebody who falls in love with their narrator. That's true. Yeah. Through the narration, have, right? Yeah. If you have one of, if you have like uh, uh, a sultry or what's, what, I guess a man can be sultry. I mean, yeah. it was a male equivalent of sultry. A man can be sultry. Yeah. Uh, it's like a sultry voice. Yeah. And then you want to, and you want to like find them. Or maybe you, they're just. You fall in love with them because of their personality. Like, you things get across through the narration, right? Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, Kevin, and these this, these are totally movie ideas for this world. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you could search down this voice and eventually find it, but it's like an 80-year-old woman. Or, like, and you're like, oh, I love you. And she's like, that's nice, dear. Right? Like, Aww. 
But you could also have it be like a person who's your age or maybe 30 years older than you. Right. Like uh, th- those are romantic comedy movies in this world, Kevin. <laughs> you know, it'd be like her where the guy falls in love with the voice on his phone. Except he falls with the voice in his head. Yeah. Yeah. No one else can hear but him. <laughs> yeah. So no one can help him. So this sort of brings up no one can help him. <laughs> no one can help you. Uh, I kind of feel like if you get a narrator, that's kind of like a... You could also have, like... Yeah, you could have somebody who's just, like, horror. It's, like, <laughs> super spooky all the no time. No one can help you. Yeah. I mean, you could also have the person who, like, is existential all the time. We all know that person who's just like, hmm, deep question all the time. <laughs> like, one night, you'd just... It'd be like, where does the voice in my head go when I sleep? What? You're the one who's asking that. Wait, can the voice in my head ask a question about itself? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to be awake forever. <laughs> I have work in the morning. I don't have time for this ethereal bullshit. I stayed up contemplating the intricacies of this difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to... So <laughs> what happens when the person dies? The voice. Does it stay around? No. There's no one to hear it anymore, Kevin. No, no, I meant... If a tree falls in the forest and no one can hear it, does the tree fall? Did it happen? <laughs> Did it make a noise? If there's no forest, does the tree still fall? Yes. <laughs> That's what I was asking. I was asking what when the narrator dies. Does the voice stay around? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's just someone... Yeah. Okay, so it's So not... you could be looking for a person that's dead if you were searching for the narrator voice. But the idea is they have to be alive when you're born. So their voice essentially is, is like, taken... Not taken from them, but, like, it's, it's like, copied off of them and put onto you. They have to already be alive. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they are in their life. Like, like literally, you could be born, and a minute later they die, but you get their voice. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely possible. But the thing is, is that it's actually much more likely for you to get a voice that's close to you in age than far away from you in age. Okay. Right, because once I think once somebody's voice is assigned to another person, yeah, that's it. They don't get assigned to more people. Maybe it's much more likely that you'll get like a voice in the same hospital, even if you're born. If you're born in a hospital, usually those babies are just given voices to other people. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the world is more interesting. Okay, if it's just time, not space. All right. So anyone that's born close to you, yeah, you might get their voice. But it's but it's from across the world. Yeah, from across the world, and of course there are rare instances where there's years of gaps. Yeah, right. So yeah, so it's just like it's it's sort of just a random crapshoot. <laughs> it's a random mm-hmm. crapshoot. No one cares. That is that how you would narrate people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I try to narrate them. We talked about this last week. It was funny bringing it began. The narrator from Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> That's how you would try and do it. Oh my God, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe well I know I mean like the the answer is if someone asked me how do you narrate how would you narrate this yeah, yeah. um that's what you would go for I I would no I, I mean honestly I would not go for the darkest dungeon guy <laughs> yeah um, I, I don't think you would I think I think you would hate that yeah <laughs> I think I think I think honestly if I'm just going off of my personality then then I would be like I I would narrate everything but be very kind of non-committal about it yeah you'd be this would be you if i woke up in the morning and you were narrating me be like uh he woke up again i guess it was morning (laughs) he looked at the clock oh not morning it's afternoon 
<laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> You're supposed to be up. We're supposed to be up in the morning. Get, shit! You, you get up. Get out of bed. Get, do it. Shit! <laughs> no, you don't need to have breakfast. Just go. <laughs> so once again, not talking to them, just yeah. giving like a running thought process for maybe what their thoughts. Yeah, that's are doing. definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crap, your keys are still inside. Go get your keys. <laughs> you need your keys to drive oh, don't the car. Oh, your pants. You're not wearing pants. Oh, oh God. Shit. We, oh, man, we messed up. Let's go back to bed. Just go back to bed. <laughs> Abort. It's about the time I drove. I was driving to, to uh, school when I was going to, uh, to university, and it took me like three hours to drive there and I got to school but I was so infuriated by the length of the drive yeah. and even though I still had class that day I yeah. turned around and went home <laughs> I'm like fuck it you I'm did, done you didn't like go and get a food or something no I went home yeah I was done did you stop at the McDonald's that always F's up our orders <laughs> you should have I should have it, w- it, it would have been that day that I would have ordered like I don't know a quarter pounder, and they would have given me a steak. It would have been like, how? Okay. Wh- where did you get this from? By, by the way, Kevin. Yeah. My girlfriend enjoys the stories of us going there and getting messed up orders so much. Yeah. That one day when she was feeling down, I was like, do you want to go to that McDonald's? And she immediately perked up. <laughs> she was like, yes, I, I do. Th- I think it's better now. Like, I think it, it has is. to be better now. It, well, I mean, that's what we thought. Like, didn't what did they mess up your order again no they they got hers right okay what did they do to you i didn't order anything okay i figured it was safer that way <laughs> so there's this mcdonald's we've said this story before. we have we said this story before yeah we have all right yeah large uh what, what somewhere in season one <laughs> there's the story of the mcdonald's that fucks us that fucks our orders up all the time i tried to get chicken they gave me fish <laughs> i tried to get one double cheeseburger i got two singles <laughs> <laughs> you can't tur- you can't treat i ordered a medium fries and they gave me a sprite <laughs> you can't treat burgers like change to <laughs> to loonies not the same as two dollars not the same not the same yeah, so yeah, my narration would just be like stuttery and weird and just cursing a lot and confused. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's different philosophy and psychology in this world. Yeah. And obviously people develop language in a very different way. Yeah, you well it's so weird that like like so slang shifts back essentially. Yeah. Cuz you're picking it up from the though, future. Though, though, to be fair, just because you're, you're, I guess um, from the past or no, no, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, though. Let's be clear. If you were born in like 1982, and your and um, your the voice in your head is like, "Yo, this party's lit," you'll be like, "What did you just say?" Yeah. What? <laughs> lol. That was funny. What? Did you say lol. What is it? And then when you hit that age, you're like, "Oh my god, the voice was right." They're an adult now. <laughs> I know what, like that's gonna be the moment where you realize that's like what happened. Like, you're actually getting like yeah. slang from the future. Yep. <laughs> what if your voice was like in in those days the grass was green, not a blown out wasteland like it is now. Oh what? God! What? 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 <laughs> what? Call, somebody call the prime minister. There's going to be a nuclear <laughs> some, war. Someone some call anyone who has any sort of pa- pa- anything. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's so bad. 
I mean, that would be kind of like if your entire gen- but like your entire they might be generation. like, no, 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 that's just like the genre your narrator chose. <laughs> They're just like apocalyptic stuff. But but then you you meet a whole bunch of other people who are like, no, that's how my narrator was as well. Yeah. Oh man, there's a there's a war coming. Okay, everybody, we're gonna pool our money and buy an island out in the ocean. <laughs> And just live there. I've done research on the air currents and ocean currents. The nuclear fallout shouldn't reach it. But here, but here's the thing, Jeremy. What you see that island that you thought was so great turns it's out it's the, the wasteland. It's the wasteland. <laughs> it's the wasteland. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yep. <laughs> what just if- like Oedipus Rex. Yeah. Also, you're gonna fuck your mom, kill your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Says the voice in your head. Yeah. What if your voice is a Greek chorus? Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, that's impossible because it can't be more than one person. Uh, what if it's a Greek chorus? No, what if it it's one person's voice repeated over and over again? I mean, <laughs> it's a lot of effort, but okay. <laughs> this person's like, I would, what would you do if you narrated? I would record my voice multiple times over in different pitches and ranges. Well, but if someone's like, 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 what kind of narration do you like? And you're like, oh, I love Greek chorus. Yeah. I want something like that. They don't really like <laughs> add to the story or explain yeah. anything. They're just sort of around and do stuff. Yeah. That's the kind of course I would be. You know, in this world, I think that there's a lot of really strange people. <laughs> I mean, you you would get a voice in your head that's just someone telling jokes at you. Yeah, they're, they're just like I just like I just like a a voice that would just like come in with puns random times. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that, that that's not narration. Uh, yes, right. Like if it, if it was situational humor, maybe. But like, you've got to still have the narration. Well, because, like, Arrested Development, that's definitely narration. Yeah. Like, he says what's going on. Yeah, but I think that in Arrested Development, you actually don't get the full scope of the narration that would be happening, right? Um, yeah. Like, in this world, it's all the time. Yes. Right? And in that in in the show, you can't hear it all the time because it would make a bad show. <laughs> well, it's it, it usually comes up in transitions. Yeah. Transitions and whenever, like, a lie happens. Yeah. Would you be a really good lie detector then if you had the rest of development, like the Ron Howard rest of development narration? I mean, like if, yeah. if someone's talking to you. And the thing is, is we've specified that this is your thoughts. Well, right. It's a narration of your life. That's why yeah. it's, that's why it's able to also tell what something's happening. That's not. I like, mean, I, th- I think that's a big debate, right? A big debate in this world is can you trust your narrator? Well, it's, well, it's the idea that, like, you're the, you the noir. You remember the noir narrator that you would like to do? Yeah. If the noir, noir narrator was like, you know, you're sitting there, you're reading a book, and the noir narrator is like, a dark car pulled up outside, its headlights shining into the... I was about to say dark again. That'd be a shitty narration. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, like, it's just like a car pulled up, and then you you look over, and the car pulled up. Yeah, like, you did not know that that car was there. The yeah. thing was narrating your life, which involved a car pulling up. Yeah. Um. So in the same same context with the Resident Development narration, if someone was like, if you're like, hey, did you um, did you drop the kids off at school? And they're like, oh, of course. And then you just have something in your head that says, he didn't. You're like, I know you didn't. My 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 yeah. lie detector narration. Yeah. All it does is say he didn't. Here's the thing: I don't think it gives you information that you wouldn't otherwise know, right? But but if the idea is, you could he, be like, despite his answer, you had the seeking suspicion that he did not. No, right. Well, but if that's the, if that's the kind of narration, then yeah. But like, we're just talking about like the Ron Howard arrested of narration. It is like I know, but I think if he says he did not, I don't think that's necessarily true. I don't think the narrator has that information. Why wouldn't he? The narr- the narrator knows everything else and knows stuff before it happens. Yeah. It's it essentially it's just going off of your life. Yeah. 
So if you're if somebody enters your life and lies to you, that is part of your life. So why would the narrator be able to na- like they're not going to say every like their thoughts? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it won't say what they're thinking. Yeah. Um, it, but it, it it can just like get those simple like you know reality bending things. I think. Hmm. I think it's a it's a tough like question to answer because that assumes that the narrator can pay attention to things outside your perception, right? Well, I mean, of course, it, it, like in my mind, the narration is happening like the noir narrate, narrator, but right? the noir narrator one assumes a lot of future stuff, yeah, because that's the style. But but, but the, I think like in your example of the car pulling up, I think that's happening. In like simultaneously with the car, but the important up. thing about the noir narration is that it's always someone. the The key part of noir narration is someone at a later date explaining what happened earlier. They know the future, and they actually do allude to it in a lot of noir stories. That's they, it's they, true. They 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 allude to like like, like think of um. Uh, Here's the thing, though, in noir, like very rarely are the allusions to the future yeah specific. No, no, no that, and they're that, vague, right? And no, they could come true in any number of ways. No, and that that's that's true. But I, I've um um I've seen movies where the narration, um, I think specifically, I'm going to say Repo Men, that movie that's not Repo the Genetic Opera, but is like the hardcore Hollywood version of it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he his, he has narration, but one of his moments is is he's like, I've been knocked out three times in my life, and the other moment he's like, that was the first time I was knocked out. Yeah, and that was the second time. So like he knows he's been knocked out three times in his life. Yeah, I think I think the the difference between that and this, yeah, is that 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 is very specifically the same person yeah. recounting a story from the future, which is a type of narration. Which, but but that's the same thing. That's a weird thing about your noir narration yeah. is that is that is somebody else's voice yeah. giving your narration first person perspective. Yeah, but I don't I don't think any of the narrations have precognitive abilities. Why not? Narration does have pre like it depends on the narration. Like once yeah. again, this depends on the kind of narration you get. If you get just like David Attenborough explaining that, then I think if you get like the the uh, what do you call it the nature narration, then you'll get a lot of like broad information about like humans in general, um, like like pure just like yeah. like you rolled an intelligence check. physical information. Here is the information on the world. <laughs> I think I think this is what stops the precognitive narration. All right. In a movie yeah. or story in our world, when that happens, yeah. those things always prove to be true. Yeah. And that is because it is a story that is controlled. Yeah. But in this world, if somebody did that, it might not necessarily be true. Because once somebody has information like that, they can change their behavior. Well, yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that they would say it. It just could not be true anymore. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying it's like a narrator might say that. Yeah. But it might not be true. But that's not really the point we, I was talking about. I wasn't talking about... I, so I guess I guess the question is, is that... Is a narrator infallible? Um, No, no. I think it's just based on the, like that moment in time. But I mean, come on. I'm not talking about precognition. I'm talking about 
Um, well, you're talking about the narrator knowing, knowledge. knowing things that you wouldn't. Yes. So, so not the future. Things that have already happened. Okay. So, like, 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 like when you know, asking, did you drop the kids off at school? Yeah. They, they, that already has happened. Whether or not that guy has dropped those kids off at school. Yeah. Uh, and if he says like no, and the voice is like, well, he's lying, but you know, in the the quirky Arrested Development way. Yeah. Um. Then that's not precognition. That's just knowing that. Like, like, these are already sort of, like, ethereal things. It wasn't. It's like the car pulling up. Yeah. The car has already pulled up. Yeah. Um, and I think, once again, it depends on the kind of narration that might... Okay, I maybe, could... I... Maybe, maybe, you, maybe someone will get a narrator that just, like, constantly loves to guess about things happening in the future. And, like, yeah, they could be correct, but because of knowing the future changes the future... Yeah. Is that sort of thing. So you, you get a narrator who, who's, like, constantly alluding to things that are going to happen... Um, but then, like, you can change them or they just don't happen because something else changed. changed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, gi- I'll give you, like, the narrator that might point out when somebody's lying. Yeah. But I don't think it's consistent. I think it will – I think it will only. Well, it's when I think it would. You would need a good relate, like a str- a close relationship with that person. I think. I think. I think it's whenever it's like, like the rest of the development narrator is comedic. It's whenever it's comedically funny. Yeah. Like if the narrator. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. If the narrator pointing out that that person's lying or not telling the truth, um, or even like misunderstanding their own like viewpoint. Yeah. Because that's what you sort of get with the um Arrested Development season four. Um, is you get a lot of times where the, or I think a lot of it the rest of the, the narrator explaining that even the other character doesn't like they don't know yeah it's it's if it would be fun this is when when we do any sort of comedy thing it would be funny for a viewer yeah not for not even for you the person who's getting the narration yeah if a mythological third person yeah was, was watching, watching this as exchange yeah. if they would laugh yeah. then it happens okay. Okay. It's like with the car pulling up. If that yeah. if if saying the car pulls up would add tension for a viewer, yeah. Then it would then say it would it. happen. Yeah. Otherwise it would just show the car pulling up. Okay. Like the thing is that the narrators are never for they're always for the audience, they're never for the characters. Yeah. So we sort of have to imagine that there's I mean the a, audience is the person in this case though. Um n- yes in a way. Yeah. But they're also a character. Yeah. That's why we have to imagine this magical third person. Um, Jesus, let's say, uh, Jesus is watching so you. The narrator is performing for an Jesus. invisible entity. Jesus, okay, <laughs> okay, it's Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, or whoever it is, it's Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah, yeah, yeah performing for Santa Claus. Is he Santa knows Claus when you're here? sleeping. He knows he when you're when, awake. He knows when he... your narrator is saying the future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he will not change it, for he cannot. For he cannot. He is simply a constant in the world. Yeah. It's true neutral. Um, <laughs> and it hurts him it all the time. All the time. He's or very he, sad. He has no narrator. <laughs> and he is quiet. Yeah. That's Santa Claus in this world. Congratulations. Congratulations, Christmas. Okay, so we have a few minutes left in the podcast, Kevin. Yeah. My question to both of us yeah. is if you could have anyone in the world narrate your life, yeah. who would it be? Um... Oh man, mine's almost a tie between Dwayne the Rock Johnson or or uh, Dave Batista. I th- well, who's younger? Because that's the one who would, you would more likely get. I think. I think Batista. Batista. I think it's Batista. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then that, <laughs> I guess it would be uh, be Batista. Dave Batista. Yeah. I mean, because like listening to him talk, he's such a positive dude. He is. Yeah. 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 Not only that, like getting to hear his voice in my head, just like being, just like being encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Today you woke up and you were gonna get at it. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Don't know who you are. <laughs> I mean, it would also be pretty cool when you're watching Guardians of the Galaxy and you're like, oh, that's the voice in my head! It's yeah. Drax! It's Drax! It's Drax! It's not Drax, it's Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I can't... It's Batista, it's Batista. Yeah. Dave is Dave from Dave Matthews' band. Yes. Good. Uh, what about you? Who would be um, your narrator? It's really tough, but <laughs> I think, like, Ryan Reynolds or Chris Pratt. So you you, you want huge snark. I mean, I I think I would rather have Chris Pratt. Yeah, because if you do Ryan Reynolds, you're getting huge snark. Huge like, snark it's gonna all be the time. So snarky. Snark to to the eleven. I think Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt will have the moments where like it'll. Chris Pratt, or I want like Sia. <laughs> okay, because she would clearly be singing all the time. That's that's your idea is that she would narrate through song. I think so. She tells story through song. That's 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 fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See ya. You wake up, gonna be a day, gonna eat your breakfast, gonna get to the hay. You work on a farm. It's a real big farm. No, don't. Okay. Okay. See you got ya. your eggs, your orange juice too. <laughs> You don't think that would get annoying eventually? I mean, yeah, but everything gets annoying eventually, not, Kevin. <laughs> not Batista. Yes, even <laughs> Batista. <laughs> no, I noticed neither of us picked Jeff Goldblum. Oh man, I think I think the thing like with Jeff Goldblum is that eventually, like you have you have to imagine something that that would not be ruined. Okay, eventually. I got to change my answer, Kevin. What? Nicholas Cage. <laughs> We both know that's who I would want as my narrator. My favorite thing is that I believe that if you asked Nicolas Cage how would you narrate someone's life, he would be he would just do like you know stuff from his movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I feel like he would also change. He would be like, today I feel like this. That's true, and they would all be insane. Yeah, but they would all be different. Yeah, today you gotta steal the <laughs> the uh, the Declaration of Independence. What? No, I. Don't you have a narrator that's just trying to egg you on to do different things? <laughs> well, no, they're they're just like taking like your thoughts and trying to extrapolate out from them. So yeah. when you're when you're like, man, I want to do something exciting, <laughs> steal the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> punch that woman in the face. What? She's a Wiccan. What? I don't think that would. I don't think there's any narrator that's like do these things. Put on a bear suit. <laughs> But I do think you could have a narrator who encouraged you. Burn those bees. Like, let's go way back, Kevin, in your life to junior high. Yeah. And you're in junior high, and there's a person that you like, and you're trying to work up the nerve to ask that person. But David Batista in your head is like, you can do it. Ask her out. I I actually wouldn't also wouldn't mind um, Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. 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 Just because just I feel like not only will Keanu Reeves encourage you, he would also ground you. Yeah. Like, he would, like, <laughs> he would sort of, like, keep you, uh, you know, he like, like, like he would he would motivate you to do what you need to do, but he'd yeah. hold you back from doing things that are bad for you. Yeah. He would make you responsible. Yeah. <laughs> but if anybody ever killed your dog, whoa. <laughs> 
He felt the rage grow up and uh, grow up. Who kills a dog? Who kills he, a dog? He was your only family. I have three sisters. <laughs> but he was your only close family. Wait, it's the last vestiges of your dead wife. My wife's dead. I don't know why his is in second person. Yeah, he should be in third person. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves. He can do whatever he wants. Do whatever he wants. <laughs> if you like Keanu Reeves in this episode, then yeah. you should uh, give us give a rating and review. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. That's right. Uh, if you'd website. like to talk to us and tell us about topics you want or things that we messed up or tell me that a building is a barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> barn yep. is a shed. Nope. Uh, you can tweet at us. <laughs> I'm at Mighty Fuse. Shed. I, I had someone come at me with a um, with an unheard of third choice. Okay. Um, uh, which was that? Which is that? A, that a shed is a building, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, guess what? We can both turn to you and be like, no, it's it's not. <laughs> I'm like, you take an option three here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> this is a binary choice. We don't want you here. We don't want your thoughts. <laughs> we do though. We do want your thoughts. We do though. Um. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. If, uh, and we appreciate your input. Uh, you Buildings are sheds. <laughs> you can get me at Strongman K Weir. You can get uh, the podcast at Third Space Cast. <laughs> yeah, I think we got all three of them in there. Yeah. Uh, we also have a website, thirdspacepodcast.com. It says an email. It's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. So you can also email us if you're not tech savvy. Yeah. And uh, another uh, announcement for people. So tomorrow, from when this podcast comes out, so June 11th. Uh, I will be uh, doing a Facebook Live uh, question and answers period for my upcoming book, which will be releasing. So on it's not Monday. an AMA; it's specifically for your book. Yes, I mean you can ask me whatever you want. I'll be there. You'll just be there's someone. Okay, everybody, ask. Go on the live and then ask what Kevin has against Barnes. <laughs> what does he have against them? <laughs> Take over his book chat. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, go on the Facebook live chat. Chat. Ask me what my feelings on barns are. <laughs> Jesus. Barns I mean, we'll, and sheds and tents. I mean, there'll, there'll be someone who's running it, so they'll choose if that question goes through or not. <laughs> you know, if we of, ask it enough times, it'll go they'll through. They'll have to do at least one yeah. of them. <laughs> but yeah, so that'll be on the Edge Science Fiction and Fantasy Facebook page. Uh, that'll be at... Uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, they do it on Easter Time. It'll be like 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Or, or 4 p.m. Pacific Time. Yeah, wherever you are. Yeah. But it's 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, you f- Figure it out from there. But I'll be answering questions on my upcoming book, Endless Hunger, which will also be releasing on that Monday. That's our Turn On Your Kindle event. So that's just the ebook version of it. So yeah, hope to see you there. Yeah, go talk to Kevin. Yeah, talk to him. Ask me. him his feelings on Barnes. Ask me about Barnes. Maybe about his book, but <laughs> gonna, also Barnes. You're going to buy this as Ask Me About Barnes. Don't tell me about that. I mean, we need shirts that say Bar- Barnes are buildings, <laughs> Barnes are sheds. And, and, and Barnes are sheds. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we vote. Then we, just, <laughs> then we just count people as we see them throughout yeah. the day. I mean, if we were going to do merchandise, that would be the first thing we Barnes did. Are, <laughs> Barnes are building a Barnes are shed. You yeah. Pick your side. Pick your side. Uh, the, debate, the debate the debate, defining our generation. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra.
Join us next week on The Third Space when we are audited by a third party. Oh, shit. It's happening? That's right. Oh, God. It's the start of a new season, Kevin. We got to get a shit in, shit in order. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have my receipts. I don't have anything. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. 